Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the EPL Boys Podcast. It is your boys back after another great week of soccer. Not only in, I guess, not in England at all, but throughout the globe, we're going to be talking about Champions League football, Europa League football, previewing the matches upcoming over the weekend. There's not a ton, but there is a couple, and we have some fan picks to get into before any of that. Like always, JD, tell us about your week. Are you excited for the weekend's games? Because there's a couple. It looked pretty good. Yeah, I'm excited for this weekend's games. Uh, this week has been interesting. I got my first COVID shot yesterday. Let's go, uh, got, Pfizer gang, that, baby. That, yeah, Pfizer gang, 5G fully implement or half implemented into my yeah. arm. You know, this episode has been brought to you by Microsoft Office uh, Suite and Surface Pro Seven and Raid Shadow <laughs> Legends. Um, let me get that plug in there. But uh, yeah, no, it was a good week. Uh, back in the office. Yeah. I was just about to say, use our code Manscaped. 20% off. Get the lawnmower 3.0. <laughs> I will vouch and, uh, for their products because I have it, and it is nice. Use our, use our 10% off code at Blue Apron. Uh, <laughs> just every podcast spot, every podcast after sponsor he, ever. After Hold on, JD. After hearing your diet, I don't ever want to think that you've ever used Blue no, Apron. No, I have used HelloFresh, though. Uh, my girlfriend got me into HelloFresh. It's pretty good. We, I get to choose what I want. And we've used it a couple times. Her parents got us uh, like a two-week subscription thing so we could pick our meals for that. HelloFresh is actually dope. But um, yeah, overall, this week's been good. I'm, I'm back in the in my office uh, in person for the next two or three weeks, I think. I don't remember. But uh, so it kind of sucks not working from home. It's a lot easier. But I'm excited for this weekend, for the for the games this weekend. Yeah. Although I was going to ask you if you enjoy working at home more because like. Oh, way more. Way more. Yeah. See, I'm not. I can't. I have to go to the office or else I'll just Dude. be a pile of shit. Dude. I love being a pile of shit at work because I can still do my job (laughs) and I I can wake up at 7.50 in the morning and be ready to work at 8. But if I'm in the office, I have to wake up at like 6.45. It sucks. Like disgusting. It's it's a whole hour of sleep that I lose. Like I I, I, I truly lose an hour of sleep when I'm going to the office. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, See, I, I think I would need to actually do my job at home before I really think. But I'm just like, eh, I don't know if I would. I did my job at home for a year and I love it. Like, oh, okay. Well, hopefully for you, you can permanently do your job at home. So I can't, but well, they won't let me. <laughs> well, that's the chance for that dream. But Matt, how was your week? My week was good. It's great to see you guys. But before we continue, hey, Logan. What? <laughs> Hello. Happy don't, birthday. Don't sing happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy don't sing happy birthday. You. I fucking hate both of you so much. Happy fun. birthday <laughs> to, to you. you. Okay, I'm not, do- I'm not doing the full... I'm not doing the full song. Uh, wait, did it not get there yet? I Amazon primed it. Mm. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Jeff Bezos is just going to come fucking knocking down my door with like one of those with the SWAT team and just throw a cake in my face. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I, no, I sent you. I, I went on that website where um, <laughs> you, can put, so no, you can put an address in and they'll send uh, like a pile of random animal shit to somebody. Mm. I, nice. That's what I get. I, happy birthday. 
Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I, appreciate I, th- I think it's gr- I think it's gorilla shit or tiger shit. It's one of those two. That's, it's exotic shit. You paid. It's exotic shit. shit. Yeah, nice. that's that's yeah, the whole paid, point. I I think I paid like twenty bucks. Yeah, we paid extra for that. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. You guys can tell we are recording on my birthday. Um, that's a real website, by the way. Yeah, you can actually go and pay twenty dollars and there's send this, like exotic animal shit to somebody. There's this website called Ship a Dick where you can ship a cardboard cutout of a penis to people. Dude, the internet is undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch this streamer who was genuinely sponsored by Ship a Dick, and he was just—I was hilarious. like, "What the fuck is Ship a Dick?" Uh, it's a real. Oh, wait, what? He wasn't. Wait, hold on. He was a streamer or YouTuber and wasn't sponsored by Raid Shadow. No, Legends. yeah, well, because he was. Well, he wasn't that big. Like he wasn't like. Oh, a he wasn't streamer. that big. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it was. He never, had he never his own monster. He didn't have an own monster character nah, in Raid nah. Shadow Legends. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and twelve thousand free gold. He didn't have a Fortnite creator code yet, so he just wasn't really valid. But we, we're we going to get into some games. We're going to have our picks. Unfortunately, Gambling Corner also uh, died again. It will be back blame me, blame soon. Me. Yeah, this this one actually is JD's fault. This wasn't um, even, this wasn't even like me not wanting to lose money. I just, I, I put it off and I, yeah. we were already recording so late. So uh, yeah, it'll, it'll hopefully be back next week. It will be back come hell or high water next week. Damn it. It will be back. But before we get into any of that, we have some European games to talk about. And boy, howdy, are we getting to the nitty-gritty of all the European competitions. The cor- the semifinals are set for the Europa League and the Champions League. We'll go over the quarterfinals of the Champions League first, since they play first during the week. Uh, Bayern and PSG. PSG won on aggregate 3-3 due to away goals. City beat Bayern 4-2 on aggregate. Madrid beat Liverpool 3-1 on aggregate. And Chelsea beat Porto 2-1 on aggregate, setting it up. Real Madrid versus Chelsea and PSG versus City El Cachico, the oil money derby. These are some good matchups. Before before we really get into picking, let's let's review. Let's just do like brief overviews of kind of the matchups as a whole. I, I do want to talk about Bayern and PSG first because if Lewandowski would have actually played, I think this would have been a completely different story. Bayern would have went through instead of PSG. I think I think it was close enough. Chopumoting, Miss Mr. Failing Upwards scored, but it, I even though he did score, I mean Lewandowski probably would have scored five if he scored a goal. To be honest with you, but yeah, yeah, it, it, it was it was very close. JD, this this was almost everything we kind of wanted it to be. This was really good matchup between these two teams. It was a great matchup. Um, I think you're right. If Lewandowski plays both legs, you talk about like X factors in a team. A team should not be based around one individual player, but no. if you're talking about that X factor, like that player that is going to win you a game, that is Robert Lewandowski. And the fact that Bayern didn't have that, and Chubamotic scored in both legs, so you can't fault him for that. No, of course not. But I'm just saying, if, the, he, if he scored yes. twice, imagine what Lewandowski yeah, would have done. That, that's what I'm saying. If Chubamotic scores twice, Lewandowski scores four times. So... <laughs> That's I think that's the biggest like loss for Bayern there. I, I like bigger than the fact that they lost. I think lost. I think the fact that they didn't have Lewandowski really killed them. Yeah. And yeah, that def- yeah, definitely great, hurt. great tie though. Great yeah. tie though. PSG looking to try to go to back to back finals. They have to beat City to do that. Matt City they got a couple of questionable bounces against Bayern Munich. However, ultimately those things Dortmund. didn't really. Uh, oh yeah, Dortmund. That's why I said Bayern against Dortmund. <laughs> but ultimately, they kind of didn't. I don't think ultimately mattered at the end of the day. I still think City would have won regardless of those decisions. 
Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, City was the better t- team. City owned the majority of the possession in all these games, and they just played better. Like, they just played more attractive football. And I understand that attractive football doesn't mean you're going to automatically win, but, I mean, Dortmund looks sloppy in many periods of these two legs. And if you've been following the Bundesliga at all, you also understand that, you know, BVB is having a very tough season. And their struggles in the league have carried into the Champions League this round. I believe if Dortmund was on a little bit of a, like, a better streak, they might have actually been able to go toe-for-toe with City. And honestly, for a while, for a majority part of this second leg, you know... Having that Jude Bellingham goal hey, was Jude. Jude don't I make bet. us mad. Take a By the sad w- song and make, make it better. It. All right, love <laughs> it. All right, uh, karaoke is going to be on the Patreon later tonight. Um, <laughs> Naked karaoke. But no, we have a but, Patreon. Uh, yeah. No, uh, we, we can. <laughs> no, we have one. No, <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> we have one. <laughs> But, I mean, overall, again, nothing about this surprised me. Even if this went to extra time, I really believe City would have done, you know, whatever it took to advance. But going into the second leg, there's a lot more questions with City. City have this rock star lineup, but they had a tough time against a very weak German league side with one of their best offensive players missing. Going up against a full-force PSG... I think City might be in real trouble. Yeah, they could be. Uh, you definitely raise question marks with how Dortmund are able to keep with them over two legs. What are PSG going to do over two legs? Like, I think this is not the actual final game. Two games will be played out of this. So, before we make the pick for that, though, because I do want to make picks, let's talk about Real Madrid, Liverpool, and Porto, and Chelsea. JD, Liverpool put up a fight. They, they definitely gave it their all. But Real Madrid, just too deep, too experienced in this competition, I think is really kind of what put them over the edge over Liverpool's pretty inexperienced backline. Yeah, th- this is the, honestly, this the second leg, that was the best I've seen Liverpool play in a while. Like, truly, yeah. the finishing wasn't there, but the pressing, the control of the game. I mean, they controlled that game. They just couldn't finish. And that, like, the fact they couldn't finish has just defined this season for Liverpool but taking everything else into account I'm I'm happy with that performance they I look Liverpool have had crazy European comebacks in the in recent history and farther back history so maybe there was that little part in, in inside of me that was like maybe we could do it but at the same time it's this season it I I I at the end of the game I wasn't sad I I, I deep down I knew it and you know what? A nil-nil draw against Real Madrid at home was better than honestly I expected. So I, it's whatever. Uh, maybe now Liverpool could focus on top four of the Premier League and solely that. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, yeah we, I, I'm not. I'm not that torn up about it. Yeah, I I agree. I'm not really super upset about it. I think it was a good performance, all things considered. There's a lot of good to take out of this matchup, yeah. and I mean with with all the injury lists still being able to make it to the quarterfinals of the Champions League is a pretty yep. good pretty yeah. good sign all things considered for Liverpool yeah. moving forward but i agree now being able to solely focus on top 4 is in Liverpool's best interest but matt with porto and chelsea i didn't really watch a whole lot of this it seems like chelsea really dominated the first game 2-0 porto were able to score a goal i think the 94th minute an from absolute the si- worldie 
Yeah, it, yeah, it was from the same guy. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce his name because I don't remember his name, but I know he was the one that scored against Ju- Juve. So yeah, he's kind of he's kind of got a couple of rockets in him, huh? It was but, Medi Taremi. It was. Yes. Oh, it was major. Okay. But, but I mean, o- overall in this game, I mean, it, it, this game was pretty cut and dry. I mean, Chelsea owned the majority of the possession in both of these games, but as well, they just were the better team. Mm-hmm. Even in that second leg, they didn't really go for it. Thomas Tuchel really sat back with that, you know, two-goal lead that he uh, accumulated in the first leg, and he just played defense, honestly, for 90 minutes. Chelsea had no desire. They didn't play an out-and-out number nine, which seems to be the like common thing that Thomas Tuchel's now doing, basically playing Kai Havertz in that false nine position. But even then, Chelsea really didn't push the envelope at all really absorbing pressure. I mean, honestly, like I think the biggest story to come out of the second leg was the fact that Christian Pulisic's ankles are still attached to his leg. Being fouled like 11 or 12 times in this game, like the dude had blood coming through his socks because of how beat up this guy was from this Porto side. It was a tough game. It was a bruising game. It ended with a worldy goal. But it just wasn't enough. Porto should have been doing a lot more in that second leg to really push to try to get that early goal, put themselves in a better position. The goal that they got was way too late into extra time, and they just weren't able to even get anything started after that. So, I mean, Chelsea, it's the same questions with Manchester City that I had before we do our picks, which is, you know, Porto, you guys got the best draw, and you didn't look 100% convincing. Going up against the Real Madrid side you're not going to have that same luxury. Yeah, definitely. And we're going to make those picks. We have Madrid, Chelsea, and the PSG, and City. JD, who are you picking to go to the final? Um, Real Madrid, Chelsea, I'm definitely going to go Real Madrid. Just because I'm going to be a dick here and just say, I think Liverpool's better than Chelsea right now. And Real Madrid beat Liverpool on their best day in a while. So I think Real Madrid's on form is better than Chelsea. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. They they had the experience over Chelsea recently with the Champions League. I, I think Chelsea the problem is you don't know what you're gonna get out of them. They they mm-hmm. went on a really good run with Thomas Tuchel right when he came in and then they got boned by West Brom. It yeah. it can it like Things like that happen in soccer, and I just I I think Real Madrid is going to give them a really tough, tough matchup, and I just I I think it's going to be Madrid, but with PSG City, I think it's going to be an electric game. It's yeah. going to be the fucking what we're calling the El El Cashico, the, the oil, the oil Gold derby. derby, yeah, yeah, the oil derby. I mean, I hate both of these teams with a passion, but mm-hmm. um, I it depends. Who put? Okay, it's really hard to call. I I want to say City, but then also PSG, like City with their depth, but PSG with just Mbappe and Neymar on full fire. I mean, Neymar was ridiculous. Yeah, Neymar was so stupid. He was ridiculous against Bayern. Against Bayern, a a ridiculously good team. He was ridiculous, and Mbappe the same. Like, so I, I'm I'm just gonna go out. I'm gonna say PSG. But mm. I'm not confident about that. I think it's going to be a really good tie. It's going to be a yeah. very good tie. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, JD, I'm going to completely agree with you. I'm also picking Madrid and PSG to go to the final. Madrid, they're going to have Varane back. I believe Sergio Ramos is... Is he going to be back off of his injury? I don't know. Well, I don't, I don't know. He, he might also, be. He I know they'll have Varane back. 
He also tested positive for COVID. So who, who Ramos? Yeah, Ramos. Yes. God. Oh, okay. It, 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 we're over a year into this. How and are players still <laughs> fucking testing positive? I don't know, like, dude. But I know on. that Varane. I know Varane will definitely be back. Ramos, he'll be back in time because this is until the end of the month. So. I think that, that bothers, it bothers me that, it that players but, are yeah. still testing positive because you know that they're they're doing stuff they're not supposed to then. Yeah. Okay. Like at, at this point. It's yeah. just the international honestly, it, it you know, everyone saw what happened with Pierre Emmerich Obama yeah, well, picking up he had, what he, he got picked malaria. Up. That's different yeah. that's a little different. No, I, I get it's different, but why are we having ish international well, breaks yeah. Yeah. during True. a pandemic? That that's, should yeah. like that I've is said a whole it, different friendly, No, no, hold on, hold on international friendlies yeah i understand yeah. world cup qualifiers and everything yeah. but friendlies we should not be having no yeah, I, and, I, and this is a can of worms that we have gotten into a bunch and we will continue to get in if they continue to happen but yeah regardless i think i think it's going to be madrid over chelsea i think they're just too experienced in this competition man over a team with with a new manager we, we still got to remember like tuco's only been in the chart for what like four months now three months yeah something like that so like and he's going up against real madrid like like i know they don't have i know they did lose ronaldo but honestly they've been better without ronaldo than Juve have been with ronaldo so i don't really think it matters too much i think benzema might be probably the most underrated player in the world he's so stupid good him or probably thomas muller to be honest with you madrid are just a dumb dumb good team even with even with their backup center backs in they're still a very, very solid team. Courtois looked ridiculous against us. He's honestly an extremely good keeper. I just think they're just too good. I think they're too good to beat Chelsea. They're too experienced in this competition. They're too he balanced. He has an unfair advantage. Thibaut Courtois is unfair because of how tall he is. Yeah. He's, it's it's yeah, stupid. He's it's ridiculous. stupid. He could, have a, he could have an off night, but he'll save fucking everything because he's so fucking long. He is, he right? is a big, big boy. And he's a long boy. In El Cachico, it's just kind of like what you said, J.D. Like, PSG have Mbappe and Neymar. And City kind of don't. City, for as good I mean, as City are, they don't have that those like with that one-two punch. They just don't. Like, De Bruyne is very good. Sterling is good, but he misses chances like crazy. They haven't really had a striker all season. I, I think you can, you can, like, you can have a really good argument on Ruben Diaz being one of the best defenders in the world right now. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Killing Mbappe is going to beat him on the dribble. Yeah. Like, or that is going to happen. Or, or Neymar is going to flip the ball over top of him for killing Mbappe. That yeah. will happen. That's why I went PSG. Because yeah. that is... I, it's it's undeniable how ridiculous Mbappe and Neymar are right now for PSG. Yeah. 100%, 100%. So I'm, I'm going to completely agree with you 100%. I'm picking PSG in Madrid to make it to the final. And then once the final said, then we'll make our prediction for that as well. But Matt, what is your prediction for the final of the Champions League? Well, I leaked it a little bit when I was breaking down the games I was breaking down, which was, I just, PSG are just firing on all cylinders right now. They're getting Neymar in what may, what might be the best form he's been in at this point in the tournament. Yeah. Mbappe is just the best player in the world right now. And with his pace, his composure, and his finishing ability, it's just unfair that PSG have both of those players playing at the same time. Yeah. And again, Manchester City's defense has been their best feature this year. But I think for the first time all year, Pep's side are going to have to sit back and try to absorb the pressure and counter. Because PSG are going to own that ball. 
That's going to be all PSG. Or PSG could even turn around and they could do the one sitting back. But could you imagine players like Di Maria, Neymar, Mbappe, Icardi running at you on a counterattack? I don't care how good your defense is. Those are some of the fastest, most aggressive players in the world. Like, if teams like Leeds and Manchester City can knock points off City, PSG are in a really good position. I think PSG will take it. I think it will be very close. I think this entire... This could literally go down to the away goal. And honestly, that's the craziest part. This one is going to be really tight. It Mm -hmm. takes one Neymar ball. That's all it takes. One one Neymar flick over the top for Mbappe just beating everybody. That's that's all it takes. And and he's going to try that multiple times. So... (laughs) So, Matt, I guess you're picking PSG over City, Madrid-Chelsea. This one is a little bit easier. And, yeah. again, this is this is nothing against Chelsea. I, I think where Chelsea are is, you know, outstanding from where they were at one point this season. This team was, I mean, when Frank Lampard was the manager, they weren't even thinking of things like this. So, no. already, the Chelsea have over-exceeded any expectation any honest soccer fan will have. But They got a play- lucky draw with Porto. Let's be honest. I, someone has to... It, here's the thing. At the end of the day, I don't like calling the draws luck because, you know, it's just... You gotta beat the team in front of you. And there's plenty of times I've seen teams not beat the team in front yeah. of them. So, they also, to be fair, they did also beat Atletico Madrid the round before that. So, I mean, like, that's that is a much less favorable draw for Chelsea, yeah, to be honest true. with you. It almost felt yeah. like that was kind of backwards, where they got Porto in the quarterfinals, but you feel like a team like that would get Porto in the semi, or in the round of 16, and then face Atletico Madrid, but, hey, they beat both of them. But, um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm assuming you're picking Madrid. Yeah, I'm going to pick Madrid, and the reason why is Chelsea have been slightly, eh, a little bit eh here, a little bit eh there. Real Madrid and how their offense is firing off, I really anticipate this team going off as well. The storyline of storylines is the return of Eden Hazard. And I forgot about that. I I just, I just, and and Courtois and Courtois and Courtois and Courtois has a bone to pick because Courtois was ran out of London. He really was for no reason, (laughs) for zero reason whatsoever. But because David De Gea, but yeah, No comments. The fax machine. We'll talk. Yeah, the fax machine. Zero comments. No comments. Negative comments. Anti. You know about that one. Anti comment. Okay, I just. You know what? Hey, I still have a fax machine. It's still war. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that's like people I still see with like beepers, and I'm just like, why? They're drug dealers. You do know what year it is, right? Like, if you have a beeper, you sell weed. Not even a beeper. No, just a flip phone. Like you know that you sell weed. Yeah, you, like you, you sell 100%. weed because you have a you have a burner flip phone. Like that's yeah. that's what that is. Like, you you sell narcotics. I just you, like you are I, known as the plug if you have the plug. <laughs> but uh, yeah, to just to just wrap this up, I just think Real Madrid are just gonna have way too much firepower. But a PSG versus Real Madrid final, I'm here for it. Yeah, that's I, I mean the electric. Yeah, Madrid electric. versus City final is gonna be great too as well if it goes to that. Again, I don't see Chelsea. I really don't see Chelsea beating Madrid. Like I really don't. Like honestly, I oh, over two legs. Maybe if this was the final, I could see it. But over two legs, I just, I just don't. But let's go to the Europa League. We won't break down the Europa League games too much because they are the Europa League. But the as as commonly stated, the cream rises to the crop, 
and throughout all the bullshit Zagrebs and racist fucks and and uh, Slavia, however the fuck you say they're Slavia name. Prague, Slavia it's, Prague, it's fuck not them. That hard. <laughs> They yeah, are, <laughs> they are just you know the cream rises to the crop. So we have Arsenal versus Villarreal, and Roma versus United in the quarterfinals. Um, Arsenal versus Villarreal. JD, who are you picking to go through in this? Um, see, it's it's uh, Unai Emery, and he is the king. revenge game. He, no, it's not just a revenge game, but he is the king of the Europa League. He won three he really of though. them in a row with Seville. With Sevilla. I almost said Seville, but Sevilla. It's not that hard, Judy. Well, no, the city it's is just, Seville, I, I but the team is Sevilla. <laughs> I know. Look, <laughs> Unai Emery is... He, this is his competition. Never mind La Liga. Never mind the Premier League. No, the Europa League. That That's is what his he was born shit. for. It was yes. That is what he is best at. And honestly, I don't trust this Arsenal team. Over two legs, I'm good. I'm no like I'm not saying that Arsenal are a terrible team that they don't deserve to be here. I'm not saying that. I think Unai Emery coaching Villarreal, who are a good team, I think they can beat Arsenal right now over two legs. Mm. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Villarreal. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm going to disagree. I'm picking Arsenal. I'm banking my English boys, the other team. They beat the fuck out of the racist. I feel like they'll be confident in uh, beating Villarreal. This is this this game, regardless, is going to be quite interesting to watch. The, oh, uh, definitely. The uh, the the kind of like backhanded little like side glances the two managers are going to give one another. There's going to be a lot of talk about it. It's going to be entertaining. It's going to be great to watch. I'm picking Arsenal. I, I feel like they are riding a little high. And honestly, without without Aubameyang, I feel like sometimes they play better without him. If I'm being completely honest with you. Like, I feel like they play better with somebody else on that left side. And they played really good against Slavia Prague. So, I'm going to pick them. Mainly just just because I, 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 don't think, I don't think it will be... By a large margin, I also think this is going to be very close. If Villarreal win, wouldn't be wouldn't be shocked even a little bit. I think this will be pretty close over two legs, maybe like three two over two legs, maybe even three three, and a team wins on away goals. I don't know. I think it's going to be very close, very entertaining. But Matt, Arsenal, or yeah, Arsenal Villarreal, who are you picking? You know what? I, I I agree with both of you in a way. I mean, honestly, if this was a single leg fixture and a team had to win. I'd put my money on Villarreal, and the reason why is I think they can sit back a little defensively. This is a team that is known for having some pretty solid defense, but over two legs, Arsenal is going to break through. They just really are. I just think Arsenal just have a little too much in the tank. I just think uh, firepower-wise, they're hitting on all cylinders, and now that they have you know Smith-Rowe, Saka, Martinelli, they have these guys back. And honestly, that's huge. And honestly, Lacazette might be in the best form he's ever been in as an Arsenal player. Honestly, yeah. And you know what? We see it week in and week out. And I'm again, I'm trying to stay away from the English, you know, Premier League bias. But Arsenal have looked better as a club. And you know what? Do I think it's all there? No. But you know what? Yeah. I think Villarreal is definitely the opponent they would want to play with the final four teams playing. And I do see Arsenal sneaking their way, maybe by, like you said, by like a goal. 
are the away goal factor. Something. But Arsenal, I think, squeeze into the final. Gotcha. And the next matchup, Roma versus Manchester United. Roma squeaking by Ajax and United beating the fuck out of Granada. I'm going with Manchester United in this game. I just think they are they are the best team left in this competition. I think it is theirs to lose at this point. Top to bottom, I do. I just think that they have the quality everywhere. Roma, uh, they are. I mean, they're they are a solid team, but they did kind of just eke by Ajax. I don't really think they're doing too hot in uh, the Serie A either. I, I was, I'm gonna I pick. Actually... I'm pick. I'm picking United. To be honest with you, I'd pick. I'd pick United over anyone really at this point. I just think that they are by far and away the best team in the competition right now. So. I'm picking them 100%. And yeah, Roma are seventh currently. They're only one point behind Lazio, but they are seventh. So they're not doing all that hot in their home league. I'm picking United. Arsenal United is my final. Matt, who are you picking Roma versus United? I mean, of course I'm going to pick Manchester United. Um, but honestly, really? it's it, yeah, yeah, crazy. Of course. But I mean, honestly, <laughs> I where, they, where these two teams are at, in the table is actually my biggest factor for this game because United are now sitting pretty comfortably in that number two spot. The teams below them are kind of all losing a point here or there while United seem to be on a little bit of a streak. United also have some games to make up compared to Manchester City. I don't believe that they're going to compete with City at all for the final. I still think that City are going to win this title by at least 10 points, but if United are in a position where they are, you know, two or three games in points worth ahead of the team in third or fourth place, Ollie will have the luxury of, you know, maybe sitting out Bruno or maybe Bruno doesn't have to play for a full 90 minutes or Pogba. Like Pogba came off today at, four, you know, at half. And United also are a team now loaded with depth. Roma. They are pretty tight, and they really have the youngest of youth academy players now starting to get minutes because this team is as, like I said, as tight on the like roster as anyone else. As well, they don't have that same luxury where they can take a game off, where they don't have to field their best players. If Roma don't win this tournament and continue to be at the pace they're at, they will be playing no European football next year. So. Yeah. Roma is in a really tough position where they might have to sacrifice the Europa League to just qualify for Europe next year in mm -hmm. the league. So I think all signs point to United, but, you know, the magic of the Europa League, you never know. You never know. So, JD, who are you picking in this to set the final pick for our final picks? Yeah, I mean, I'd be dumb not to pick United. I, they're, they're yeah like you said they're they're the best team out of the four left but well I say but over a two leg affair they'll beat either the other three teams for sure over two legs but in the final I if if in my prediction if it's Manchester United versus Villarreal I would on paper Manchester United wins that all day but that like like Matt said that's the magic of the Europa League. It's the, the the dumb little brother to well, the Champions League, and anything can fucking happen. So once, I'm gonna well, pick United in this tie, but the the final is gonna be very interesting. Well, I mean, yeah. once you once you get to the final, I feel like all bets are off. Yeah, because now it's just because now it's just single game. It's it's whoever brings their best game, and honestly. Minutes. Like, just and Unai Emery is the best at that in so this that's what competition. I'm, so that's what I'm saying. Like, And you know what? Again, 
getting to the final, I, I look at this from a United perspective. If United finish second and they get to the final, let's say they win or even like, let's just say they just get to a final. So basically Man- they, they get no trophies. Yeah. But for, say, Manchester say like United, that. <laughs> but for Manchester United this year, that would be the best season that they've had since Sir Alex Ferguson. Wow. That would be kind of is crazy. That, is that bad? Like that's well, not I good. Mean, they haven't been. That. Well, let's be honest here. Ha, you you can look through the United archives over the last you know seven eight years since Sir Alex Ferguson left. Position wise, yeah, we were second. Didn't you guys win the G- Europa League in like twenty sixteen though? Yeah, but we finished sixth that season. Yeah, <laughs> true, 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 true. Forgot about that. So. The finals are me and Matt picking Arsenal versus United, JD picking Villarreal versus United, and we are all three picking PSG and Madrid. So JD, that one pick, we would have went six for six, but you know what? I, I respect yeah, it. I could definitely see Villarreal making it, and if they make it, all bets are off. All bets yeah, are off. But it'd be that's wild. gonna that's it would be extremely wild. So definitely looking forward to that towards the end of the month. We're gonna get those court we're gonna get the first leg of those quarterfinals. So looking forward to that. Some great matchups. We have only six Premier League games. They're kind of all spaced out over the weekend and the week, so we will be seven. Pre- right? No, yeah, no, there's six. only six. There was seven because one got postponed. It was Southampton versus someone. I don't remember I'm who it was. At, yeah. I'm looking at seven. I'm seeing sure seven. Because it Southampton said postponed. S- on yeah, Southampton football. are playing in the FA Cup this weekend, so that game got canceled. Yeah, yeah I'm not seeing Southampton here. I'm seeing seven games, in, in counting the Tuesday Chelsea Brighton game. No, well, we're not doing we're the not Tuesday because. Because oh. we're gonna talk. Because we're gonna talk about it on Monday. Yeah, oh, we're gonna talk about it on Tuesday show. That makes sense. That makes sense. That, that, but it's part of. <laughs> but it's part of Match Day Thirty Two. Well, though. all well, this whole week is part of Match Day Thirty Two. So like all the Wednesday games, like Villain City Match Day Thirty Two, all the games leading up to Friday are all Match Day Thirty Two, for whatever reason. I don't know why. I really can't tell you why. But they are, because that's just the Premier League scheduling this season, JD. It doesn't make a fucking lick of sense. Just that go with true. it and act like you understand. I'm seeing what's that happening. now. Yeah. Okay. So we're doing. Okay. So we're only doing six. Okay. Yeah. We're only doing six. Gotcha. We're, we're gonna keep it kind of quick here. First one on Friday, as you're listening, Everton versus Tottenham. Everton struggling <laughs> a little bit. Tottenham also struggling a little bit. The sevens versus eight. Uh, I am going to pick Tottenham to win this game, mainly because I just don't really have a lot of confidence in Everton currently. This right now, I don't have a lot of confidence in Tottenham either. I just think Tottenham are a little bit of a better team than Everton. So that's just the only reason why I'm picking them. I think this game's probably honestly going to be trash. I don't think this game's going to be very good at all. Everton are also missing Calvert-Lewin. I know he's only scored like three goals in the last 19 Premier League games or whatever. So like he's definitely turned to the English team of Pookie really quick. But I still think that without him, there's a lot of focus now off of, off of one certain player. So guys like Richarlison are going to get focused a lot more. So I'm going to pick Tottenham to win but i'm not confident Tottenham to win at all jd your pick yeah i'm gonna go draw because this game is going Fair. to be trash Fair. jose didn't learn anything from the Manchester united game he learned nothing he probably no. lost brain cells and that's not gonna help him in this game because everton are also gonna be equally garbage and this is gonna be a shitty ass draw for a for a friday 3 p.m game eastern time mm-hmm. It's it, it should be terrible. I I'll probably watch it at my desk at work, but yeah, it's gonna it's it's probably gonna fucking suck. Okay, Matt, you and the fans. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk this up to injuries. Um, I mean, I'm looking down the injury report right now. I mean, Decore, Bernard, 
Calvert-Lewin, Delph, and Mina, who picked up the injury in their last Premier League game. I mean, those are all starters. And at this point, Carlo, you know, Ancelotti at this point Fabian is Fabian Delph is the starter? I believe so. I believe I, so. I see you're smoking. Stay has he been a starter? Weed, has, has he been a has he been a starter since Aston Villa? I don't think he has. Oh, I've, I, I so thought, is he a starter for Carlo Ancelotti? I don't know. I th- I I thought he fit into that midfield he, he, in that midfield. He started out of necessity rather than uh, like uh, form. I think. But regardless, regardless, injuries. I I just I Everton are just fielding such a weak side at this moment, and honestly, I am choosing Tottenham. And I just think that this needs to be a bounce-back game for Spurs. But at the same time, I can see Everton pulling out a victory in this game. But I, I'm putting, I guess you would say, my money on Spurs. But the fans are completely split. To. Yeah. Guys, the fans are completely split. It's a draw. Mm, you guys. You guys couldn't help yourself out. You got to draw. As it, it should be. Thank you, fans, for agreeing <laughs> with me. Honestly, Jay, the fact that you, the fans and you agree is good for you because the fans are smart. Next yeah, I fucking game. hate. I fucking hate the fans. So yeah, they they, 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 they show us up on a weekly basis. So it, it definitely it definitely is emasculating. It makes me feel like an idiot. <laughs> anyway, Newcastle and West Ham. Man, I want to hear you and the fans first on this. Uh, Newcastle versus West Ham. Um, so you have a team that's playing for Champions League versus a team trying to stay up. Uh guys, this one is not that difficult. Uh, West Ham are going to take this. West Ham are going to take this easy. I get Newcastle's been on that little bit of, like that little run that they're on, but St. Maximum is not going to have that, you know, fun time running down the middle of the field unchallenged when you got you have guys like Thomas Suchek who are just going to just stop that right in its tracks. So yeah. West Ham, I think, are going to take this. Jesse Lingard is going to continue to dance all over the Premier League, and the fans agree. Yeah, I mean, Newcastle aren't known for their defensive prowess and the fact that we have prime Kaka in the fucking Premier League right now and Jesse Lingard, I don't really feel like Newcastle are going to hold them at all. I do feel like Newcastle are probably going to score, so that's why I'm picking this as 3-1 West Ham over Newcastle. I, I think Newcastle are going to get a goal. I don't, like, West Ham, this is what they do. West Ham are going to go up 3-0, and then they're going to give a goal in, like, the 75th minute. It's just what's going to happen. Because they just fuck it. They just, they get a big lead, and then they fuck it. That's what that's what they've done the last, like, three weeks. They've almost been a month just fucking it in the Premier League, almost. But they're, they're just considerably better than Newcastle. Newcastle's defense is not very good. Teams can just walk through Newcastle. And with how, just how you said Jesse Lingard's walking through other teams, He's going to continue to walk through them. So I'm picking West Ham. And JD, who are you picking? Yeah, I West Ham, obviously. They're, they're just a much better team. I Newcastle, the only thing they have going for them is Alan St. Maximin. And I agree with you. I think they'll score once, whether it's an Alan St. Maximin goal or he creates something. But that's that's about all they have. And they can break this West Ham defense with that, but it'll probably only be once. And West Ham are just so much better than them, than them that they're gonna score way more. So I I, I agree with the three one. I think that's probably pretty pretty accurate of a prediction. It's not my lock though. I have my lock. Mm. That'll come later. Mm. Okay, so we're all going with West Ham there next. 
Wolves versus Sheffield United. Paul Heckingbottom's Blades. Sorry, you guys suck. Wolves have found a little bit of scoring form. I'm picking Wolves to win this game. I don't think it's going to be by much. Because, again, Wolves don't... When, when they score, it's not a lot. And whenever they do, it's pretty late in the game. I wouldn't be surprised if this is 1-0 to Wolves. They score in, like, the 80th minute or something, you know? I, I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. I just think they're just... I mean, like, this Sheffield team is, has honestly started scheduling their games against the championship next year at this point. Like, they've... They, they're already figuring that out. They're already prepping the stadium for traveling. They're already prepping everybody for traveling to, to fucking Bristol and shit. So, I'm picking Wolves all, all day here. JD, what are you picking? Yeah. I keep looking at Sheffield's schedule, and it's like, damn. If they could just play Manchester United every week... <laughs> They 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 are not be, mathematically out of it yet. That's all they, we're saying. They'd be in the Champions League if they could play Manchester United every week. What but, was the, what was the what was the thing in the Discord? There is a ninety nine point seven percent chance yeah, that exactly. Sheffield finish in last place. So you're it's telling me there's a point there is a point zero three percent chance that, that Sheffield even feels generous. That's like and you know what. You know what? If, if they could play Manchester United every week until the end of the season, they'd probably stay up. But I mean, adult. <laughs> they're playing. They're they're playing Wolverhampton Wanderers, and that is a team that has kind of gotten themselves together. Adama Traore, if he can play well, I've, I've said this so many times. If Adama Traore is on his fucking game, they're unbeatable at times, and against a shitty Sheffield side. I mean, there's no, there's no question. I, I think Wolves take this easy. Mm, okay, and Matt, you and the fans, we all are going with Wolves, and I'm actually going to lock in my points prediction, and I have it as a three nothing Wolves win. Mm, I could see both. that. I, could see I, that. I, I honestly think you know what, Triore got a little taste of goals last week as well. This Wolves side always puts really good efforts on net and just seem to be just a little bit off. This Sheffield side is like playing against the Division Three squad. And honestly, I think Wolves are going to really use this to their advantage. I Again, Sheffield, I'm so sorry, but we've, we've explained the circumstances enough times. Your players are getting injured. You have a coach that really is just there in illusion, and you guys all know you're going down. So, yeah. Good luck, safe travels, and God bless. You have effectively a substitute teacher. He's just kind of there waiting for the other, you know, waiting for the main teacher to come back. He's just there until the guy is back. So he's just kind of hanging out for a couple months, and he's going to fuck off and everybody else can break the championship. Poor Paul Heckingbottom. But next game, a London derby between Arsenal and Fulham. Fulham, Fulham, Fulham. Poor bastards can't catch a break right now. An informed Arsenal team after just beating some racist assholes 4-0, 5-1 over aggregate. Arsenal are feeling themselves right now. Aubameyang gets out, unfortunately, but kind of like how I said earlier, they're playing better without Aubameyang. They they are learning how to cope without Mr. Sign.ting, and they're playing better. They are just playing better without Aubameyang. I'm fully believing in Arsenal. Lacazette's on like 12 goals, by the way. I think he's almost, he's almost breaking through top five goal scorers in the league this season. I don't know where or when that happened, but it's happening. And Fulham, you poor again, you poor bastards. You keep you keep getting these these teams when they're on runs, 
and you just can't catch a break. They're trying all they can, but I'm I'm going Arsenal to win. I think they're just going to beat Fulham. Arsenal are just playing too too good right now. And don't look now. Do not look now. But Arsenal are not too far out of getting into 7th and potentially <laughs> making it into Europe. They're what they're 9th on 45 points. 7th is Tottenham on 49. They're not out of it. They're not out of it. They could they could they could squeak into the qualifiers if 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 they fuck around or just win the Europa League. Yeah, I'm saying you know they win mean? the Europa League, yeah. Yeah, that's honestly that might be what they're going for at this point. But Matt, you and the fans, who are y'all picking? Yeah, uh it's 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 Arsenal FC for the lot of us. And um yeah, this is just uh Fulham we saw the tears at the end of their last game. They knew that that was the last real chance that they had with the amount of games left to really make a push to stay up. Unfortunately, teams like Brighton and Newcastle are just not dropping points like Fulham need. And yeah, our Arsenal are a team that also is exactly as you said. They're in a position where if they got a, they get on a little string of games and some of the boys above them fall off, it's a season that went from absolute dread and horror could end up in a European playoff spot. So Arsenal know what they're playing for. And it's and again, it's exactly like you said, Lacazette is in maybe the best form of his entire Arsenal career. There's no one on that Fulham side that's stopping him. Mm, okay. And I'm, I'm assuming the fans also agree with you. Oh yeah. That's why I said the lot of us. We, uh, oh, we all, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. No, JD. You speak for the fans. You speak for the fans. I speak for the trees. J- okay, well, JD said you speak for the trees. What do the trees say? <laughs> the trees say, yeah, Arsenal should win this. Austin uh, FC, bro. Austin mm. FC. <laughs> I was going to say, well, I said I speak for the trees. I was going to say a meme, but it probably wouldn't come off well. So I'm not going to say it. Uh, <laughs> probably good. But, um, yeah, Arsenal should win this game. Uh, former beaten and down i mean they're probably going down but at the same time I, fulham lost last week to wolves in the in literally the last minute of stoppage time to a, a in heartbreaking form heartbreaking worldly of a goal by adama Traore. i wouldn't be surprised if fulham put up a good fight that being said arsenal in the in the current like this week form that they're in I think Arsenal should comfortably beat Fulham. So I'm going to go Arsenal, but I would not be surprised if Fulham put up a good fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's kind of... like They haven't really had their ass beat all, all this year, Fulham. Like, they've always been yeah. in games. Yeah, they, they've been in games. They, they've been in games. They they just they just can't... They just can't compete sometimes. Yeah. yeah like, just, when it comes down... Good enough. To, when it comes down to the end, when they when they really just need to finish all games, they, they just haven't been able to. So yeah. I Arsenal overall this season have been up and down. They're in they're in the league position that they're in because of because of that. And yeah. they are the much better team than Fulham. So I, I, I genuinely think they should beat Fulham and I think they will. But yeah. I again I wouldn't be surprised if Fulham pulls something out of their fucking ass. Mm. So we will see. We will see. Next United versus Burnley. Oh, this, 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 all, oh, this, all, oh, one of these the games, worst, huh? Worst game, worst Matt, game of the weekend. How's how are you and the fans feeling? I mean, we're both going with United. United uh, for the fans, it was a pretty heavy decision. It's probably one of the more lopsided decisions of the weekend. I'm choosing United, but I'm also sitting here like, 
this screams trap game because United have been on a little bit of good form. They're coming off of a good Europa League game. They're, you know, confidence is high. Everything in the world looks good and golden. But I, I, I'm sitting here and I'm just like, this is one of those games United usually like blows or loses or just something happens. I'm going with United, but there's a reason why I didn't use my score prediction in this game because Lord knows what, you know, Sean Dyche is thinking about doing to this United side. United is going to own 65 to 70% of the possession of this ball. They really are. And mm -hmm. I'm a little concerned. I'm hoping with the rest that a lot of the players uh, that were on suspension for the Europa League, they got that full week of rest. Luke Shaw, Harry Maguire, um, Dean Henderson, Marcus Rashford. These are all guys who got a full week's rest from the games last weekend as well. Like I said, Paul Pogba got only only played 45 minutes. Bruno was taken off as well. These are guys who all got rest. So I'm looking at it on paper. United should take this pretty easy. Gotcha. JD, who are you picking? Ooh, Sean Dyche. He's licking his fucking lips. He's sucking United, on the worms. I was about to say e eating those worms. Yeah. Good protein. No. Manchester United sitting comfortably in second in the Europa League semifinals. Sean Dyche sitting there like, oh, we're going to fucking take points off United here. And I I will bet, I will probably bet on this game as a draw. Like, just not even, not even just a prediction. I will probably put money that this game will be a draw. And I'm going to lock in my, my prediction here. I, I love to put nil nil bets on games i hate but i'm gonna say one one i'm gonna lock in one one because you know that manchester you, matt you said like 65 70 percent of the possession i think manchester United is gonna control like 80 to 85 percent jesus are they gonna even is like burnley even gonna look at the ball at that point like, no no they're gonna get a fucking they're gonna look at manchester united pass around the back the whole yeah time they're gonna get they're gonna get some Dumbass Brexit ball, Ashley Barnes or Chris Wood fucking pen or not penalty, uh, like header from a corner or just a, a counterattack. They're and they're gonna score first. I think Burnley are gonna score first. Oh, and guaranteed. then United. I'm just can I walk this in for like an extra half point? Look, it's gonna be a Chris mm. Wood header and then a Bruno Fernandez penalty. It, yeah. It's what uh, it has you to get be. That, if you get that right, fuck it, you get a whole point. Yeah. yeah. Give me a whole point if I get that. 1-1 one, one draw, Chris Wood header, Bruno Fernandez penalty. I look. This game screams boring. I mean, even on paper, to even be on paper fair. because you know this Burnley team, I they are going to sit back and give United all the possession and not even counterattack. They're just going to wait for a fucking corner. I that's what they do. And everyone hates it. I hate it. I hate it so much. But it's against United, so I'm going to root for it this week. Yeah. I just... Yeah. You said that last week that it was going to be boring, and it ended up being the game of the weekend. But so. it, mm -hmm. wasn't, it wasn't Tottenham Manchester United. It's Burnley Manchester United. This final, is different. Final score, 4-3 United. Yeah. Yeah, Burnley. I would love it for... I, I would love it to be that way, but it's not... Burnley don't play like that. Burnley don't do that. Burnley, Burnley have gotten in a couple shootouts this year. They've actually they've taken two goal leads and blown it in the second half. I mean, I know, but but they just yeah, because they didn't know what they were doing. 
They know, know what they're to, doing against I don't know United. How to play. It's like, I don't know how to play with a lead. It's like Ricky, Bobby, and Talladega yeah. Knights. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my hands. Yeah, they, they don't know what they're doing if they're playing well, like, in, in, in the normal fans' eyes. Like, when you're playing well, you're playing, you know, you're scoring, you're creating chances. Burnley don't know how to do that. So, they know how to sit back and, and, and control the, the other team that has all the ball. So, Ollie, so Ollie, if you're listening, let Burnley take a two-goal lead early, and then that's your prime position yeah. to attack. Ollie, if you're listening, please stay at United. I love what you're doing there. You're giving all the fans hope. Can we you're clip gonna crush, this? You're gonna crush all their fan, all the can fans. Can we, Logan? Can we clip this so in like two or three years, when Ollie wins a Premier League title, we can play <clears throat> this on the socials? Yo, sure. if Ollie leaves, sure thing, if, if Ollie like leads United to a fucking title for the Premier League, I will get a tattoo of Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer on my back. Clip mm. it. Clip it. Okay. Clip it. Yeah. Clip it. Clip it. Yeah. Is, clip it. That is on the internet forever. Unfortunately, JD, yeah, that is well, only, and the internet is undefeated. Anyway, I'm going to give you my happen, prediction. So. <laughs> I, if, I will if, drive if, to Lancashire, Pennsylvania. Lancashire. 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 Come on. Lancashire. Lancaster. Can I make my pick? Yeah, go ahead. Jesus Christ. I'm 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 going to pick a draw, too, mainly because I'm just behind you, man, in points, and I want to try to catch you, and I feel like this is the best opportunity to do it. Burnley, yeah, they have center backs, and Tottenham don't. <laughs> like they actually have genuine like Tarkowski and me are actual center but like actual god you said god given center back. Oh, excuse me, Tottenham. Um no, we're not Bur- talking about Tottenham. We're talking about I know, Manchester no, I'm I know uh, yes, but I'm comparing it to last week like oh, United oh, beating, okay. beating beating Tottenham well, last pre- week. You got to preface that. Well, I figured I people gonna, would understand I was that. Confused. But anyway. I was confused. That's a you problem. Burnley have center backs. Nick Pope <laughs> should be back. I know he missed uh the last game, but he should be back for this game. I'm picking a draw. Burnley actually, uh, if Burnley actually uh, don't lose, this would be five straight undefeated at uh, at Old Trafford, which is kind of crazy to think that. But Burnley do play United pretty decently. Uh, Sean Dyche is just an absolute cunt to play against, and you guys are gonna, you guys are coming off a little bit of rest or a, a little bit of, of a quick turnaround. It's it's like you said, Matt. This is a trap game. It's absolutely a trap game for United. If there's any team to capitalize on a trap game, it's Burnley. I'm picking a Burnley draw. Uh, final game, Leeds versus Liverpool. A rematch of the first game of the Premier League season. It had 4-3 in Liverpool's favor. That game was wild. Um, don't know if it's going to end in the same fashion. I'm picking Liverpool to win regardless. I just They are just firing on all cylinders currently, especially after, after the... Even though Liverpool did lose in the Champions League, they played an absolutely phenomenal game in the home leg. Their Premier League form is actually good. Which is crazy to think, but it kind of is. Uh, and it's kind of like the mixed bag that is Leeds. We should have known what to expect from Leeds after watching the first game of the season, scoring three but giving up four. That's just kind of been Leeds this whole season. I think this game is going to be entertaining because every Leeds game is very entertaining. I, but I'm going to pick Liverpool to go through and win this game. JD, what are you picking? Yeah, um, I'm going to go Liverpool. I. I love Leeds. I love Leeds United. I love what they're doing. I love how they they're play. probably they're probably your second team. They are my second team at this point. They are my second team. I love Leeds United. I love Patrick Bamford, Rafinha, Jack Harrison, fucking uh, Calvin Phillips. Uh, Melier sucks. I hate Melier so much. But uh, rude. No, I 
this matchup is a good match. It's a great matchup. It's a great matchup of Liverpool, who are great on the counterattack, but also can control the ball. And then Leeds, who don't control the ball well, but they're, they are devastating on the counterattack. I think this would be a great game. I think Liverpool will just edge it out. Leeds are the giant killers of this season, I think. I, I, I really think that they they can hold their own against the bigger teams. And I just I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be unbiased and pick Liverpool. You get that joke. I'm a mm-hmm. huge Liverpool fan. But um <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go Liverpool here. I just think they'll they'll do the job. They need to. They they really need to. I mean, to attract anybody good in the summer, they have to get top four. So th- that starts with beating Leeds. So I'm I'm gonna go Liverpool because I I just I know that Jurgen Klopp is putting into the players' minds that they are replaceable, mm-hmm. and so or certain I'll say certain players are replaceable if they don't perform at their best against Leeds this weekend. So yeah, I'm gonna go Liverpool. Gotcha, Matt. You and the fans surround us off. Guys, it is a clean sweep for Liverpool across the board. No, honestly, like when I was looking at this game, I was very hesitant to like think like maybe I can be I I could probably put this as a draw, but I I just think Liverpool where they are at on the table now they are not playing in Champions League anymore, so they are gonna go completely a hundred percent for the Prem, and I, I just if you're Leeds, I think game plan wise you match up really well with Liverpool. But I just think, again, I just, like, when I calculate star power and stuff like that, I just, Liverpool's got a whole lot more of it than Leeds. But would it surprise me if Leeds take a point or two off of uh, Liverpool for this game? Absolutely not. Not at all. Not at all. Mm. Okay. So those are going to be all of our picks. Definitely going to looking forward to that. Only six of them, so they definitely count more if we get them wrong. But we have a couple of fan questions to get to, and then we will get out of here. This is from Nito. JD, what do you miss the most about living in another country? Ooh. Because, I, because guys, I, I don't know if you know, JD actually lived in England for a little bit. I did live in England for Didn't a you go bit. to, like, a football stadium that is no longer active? Yes. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. I, I have been... I don't think everyone all, knows this. For all you Tottenham Hotspur fans, man, I, I have been to White Hart Lane. And uh, I want you all. I, I want all of you to know that I'm a bigger Spurs fan than you will ever be because and I've been a Jamie, That is my favorite fact about you because of how much shit you give Tottenham. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I have ta- I have taken the tube from from uh, ba- uh, Baker State or yeah Bakerfield Station to I don't remember what station I got off at uh, in North London, uh, but I had to walk. I had to walk like ten blocks from the station to to White Hart Lane. And it was great. It was actually awesome. You know, you know what? I when I went to that game, it was the Liverpool Tottenham game, and I was going for no Liverpool, way, really, obviously. No, it, yeah, obviously. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. But I'll stop. I wore my <laughs> Steve. I wore my Stephen. This is summer of no, 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 fall of 2015. I wore my Steven Gerrard Liverpool jersey. Over top of that jersey was a Mexico international white jersey, because mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to get fucking beat up in the alley, um, but. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. I have I lived in England for a little bit of time, and I lived in the south of France for a little bit of time. Um, Holy shit! Really? Yeah, yeah. The summer before that, I was in. I lived in the south of France for that summer. Um, 
thing I miss most about living in, in Europe. The food, obviously. The food, yeah, the food was a big thing. The f- European food, if you know what you want, like, it, it, like if you know what to go for, it is some of the best food you will ever have in your life. I mean, the south of France specifically. Oh, my God. The, just the, the, oh, God. Like, everything was just homemade. Like, it just felt, like, when you, when you talk about, like, American food, nothing's homemade unless, you know, your parents make it for you and it's homemade or you make it from scratch. Everything in the south of France, it feels like homemade food. Oh, my God. I, I, there was this place that I went to. It was a tortellini place. And you got it in like a like in in America perspective, like a Chinese takeout container. You got like whatever tortellini you wanted, like meat filled, cheese filled, veggie filled, whatever, and whatever sauce you wanted. And I just walked around that in ninety five degree heat, no humidity. It was the greatest thing ever. Or the the crepes, like oh my god, oh it was so good. But then London, London, the food was a little different. I was at a university, and the food. I didn't have a lot of money, so I couldn't, like, go eat out. I could go drink, but I couldn't, like... Oh, like, beans! Beans and toast! Yeah, the the, the, the food that I got at the school I was at was kind of trash. The breakfast was really good. The bacon... See, bacon in England is not normal bacon. Bacon in no, England is, like, fucking ham slabs. Like, slabs of fucking salty ham. The best thing ever. I, I would get, like, two slabs of fucking salty-ass ham. They called it bacon and a croissant, and it was the greatest thing ever. But... That I want to say that was the biggest thing I missed in in living Europe, but I will say it's probably just the the melting pot of cultures, mm-hmm. and there was no discri- discrimination. Like when I was there in 2015, th- I loved it. I loved meeting all these people from all around the world, and just that truly, like I I had so I made I, I made so many friends. From all rather from Australia, from Asia, from Germany, from Spain, like I, it, it was just so cool. To, that that's the biggest thing I, I I miss, just being able to like, no no discriminatory issues. I just met really cool people, and that is the biggest thing I miss. Mm. Okay, okay. Um, me and Matt, at least I never lived in another country. Matt, did you live in another country at any point in your life? Uh, for one month, my wife, well, she was my girlfriend at the time, but for one month we lived in Portugal with her family. It was, uh, pretty interesting. Like, they live, like, in a very, very small little farm town, and it was, even though I didn't have to do anything actual farm-related, it was very interesting to seeing, like, just, like, when I used to go for, like, morning runs in the morning, like, that's what we would do every morning. It's just interesting that, like, very little technology like all the roads are dirt like it was very it was very i i would say it was wholesome it was humbling it was really nice honestly i had a great time uh we did originally want to go back this last year but yeah the uh good old uh covid kind of stopped all that <laughs> so we're we're hoping to uh for portuguese people they like every other year every like three years they like to go back to where they're from it's a really big thing you visit people in the town you honestly like we have family that we just live with like they don't charge us and we just live there so it's a really fun time yeah it's a real honestly it's a massively fun time and uh like wine for a like wine for a euro you can't oh yeah oh that sounds dope that was the south of france for me fucking two euro bottles of wine oh my god 
Forget great. it. Forget it. We it's like a whole bottle. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Oh yeah. It's oh, it's the, so cheap. And it's, prob- oh, and it's probably stupid nice quality too. Ugh. Like, well, comparatively, uh, yeah. yes, yes. Compared compared to the yeah. U.S., yes. Well, yeah, of course, yeah. No, yeah, like a two if because you can't get like a three dollar bottle of wine in America. If no. you do, you'll die. But yeah. if I but like for three but like a three buck like bottle of wine, I assume over there is probably like Very a good. fifteen nice buck strong. bottle of oh, wine. Oh, yeah. it's a nice that, oh, it's a nice yeah. strong red you know nice strong red wine. Oh, you? so nice. No, oh, I was I, in I, the I south of it. in the south of France. I was getting like three dollar or three euro like bottle, basically comparatively to barefoot Chardonnay, if you know what that is. Yeah, like, which is pretty good. I love that I mean, shit. No, 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 I get that. It, it's not good wine. It's it's a twelve dollar no. bottle here. It's the cheap wine no. here. Like it's a cheap bottle, but that shit is three euros in the south of France. Yeah, that's, like, that's and probably nuts, in por- and probably in Portugal. I I would assume it's similar, but like also. Matt, you brought up like humbling experiences. I I had real quick. I had a very humbling experience when I just thought of this. When I was in London, I went to visit my uh, my friend in Germany, who I hosted him as a German exchange student, and um, in high school. And I went to visit him on my fall break while living in London in in school. And it's funny. I flew into Salzburg, Austria, from London. Nice. And he picked me up there because he was in Bavaria. He was like really south in Germany, in in a small small town called called uh, Altoting. And he picked me up in Bless Salzburg, you. and we we yeah okay, we drove into Germany from Austria. And this is 2015 at the height of the Syrian refugee crisis. At that time, we just drove right in because he had German plates. And I'm just this white American being like, oh, hey, to the border people. They didn't – I never gave, like, my passport, my visa, anything. I had to do that for Austria, but not to Germany because my buddy in Germany just drove me right in. And it's kind of fucked up. It's kind of fucked up. It was a very humbling experience for me seeing a bunch of Syrian refugees at the border trying to get in to Germany because Germany was very welcoming of Syrian refugees and mm-hmm. it was very humbling. I don't know. That, yeah, that that that's probably a very wild sight to see. I don't, I've, I've never seen sight. anything like that, but I yeah. can imagine that's probably pretty nuts. And we yeah. have one last question from JC. We all know JD's eating habits are bad, but oh what God. about his hygiene habits? <laughs> hygiene hi- habits? Yeah, yeah, JD. So like, give us give us you know like your face scrub routine. You know your morning. Wait, wait, your was face that wash. the question? That we was all JC's... know JD's eating habits are bad, but what about his hygiene habits? Was that yeah. the question? <laughs> JC is concerned for you as a friend, JD. Okay. My hygiene <laughs> habits. All right. Uh, well, I brush my teeth every day. Don't Good. no worries there. I right. shower. Okay, I shower every day that I have to leave my house. Look, when I'm working from home, I don't shower every day. No. I'll be I'll be completely I, I, honest. 100%. Yeah. I'm with you there. I don't think that's weird. But no, I don't if, if I have to go into the office, which I'm doing right now, yes, I shower every morning, obviously. And I brush my teeth. I am very – look, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm concerned about anything in my life right now, it's my fucking hair. My hair is falling out. So I – the last year, I've been doing keeps. Yeah, she's uh, leaning back like Fat Joe. Yeah. She's going well, back. I've been using keeps, which is like a hair loss treatment thing. So I take a yeah. pill every day. I take a pill every day, and I put foam in my hair twice a day, once in the morning, once at night. Uh, I think it's helped stop my hair falling out. Uh, I don't think it's helping well, it good. regrow, but – at the same time hey man it's dude, a start my, dude my hygiene's good i put deodorant on every t- every day after the shower like it, even eat 
I even put deodorant on, like, if I'm working from home and I'm not showering, I still put deodorant on. Come on. Like, and I still brush my teeth. Like, my hygiene's good. I think my hygiene's good. It's, so, it's, fuck it's off, passable. Fuck it's, off, JC. It's, def- it's definitely hygiene for someone that's in a relationship, <laughs> like, living yeah, with well, the person yeah. that you're with. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not, like, bachelor, always trying to be nice at any point because you never know if you're going to court a mate. At any point, and why you're out? <laughs> were were um, those the only two questions? <laughs> yeah, those are. Yeah, we really didn't have a lot of fan questions, unfortunately. Those are really it. Oh uh, but my I, God. I, I found th- I found them to be quite funny. I found both of them to be uh, very obscurely about you. <laughs> I got here. You know, I have I have a question for you guys because this is. A little oh, I was gonna, man, I was going to ask you about your hygiene habits. We can't all just talk about JD. All right, I'll talk about my hygiene habits. Uh, I wake up first thing in the morning. I go to the gym. When I get back from the gym. I at four forty-five, com- right? Yes, I, I shower, <laughs> clean up, go to work. Uh, every you know, I I go to work from basically like ten o'clock until like eight o'clock. Then I come home and then I shower again. And then throughout the day, I brush my teeth after every single meal. That's probably Ugh. smart. That's probably yeah, smart so, to do. Yeah, I bring. Great, yeah, yeah, but... basic. Yeah, basically, like when I go to job sites because I don't have like an office and stuff. Like I clean buildings for a living. Basically, after the midday clean at like one account, I will brush my teeth in the middle of the day. Like I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. Like I used to be a smoker, and I re- I did some pretty not so great damage to my uh, teeth. And now I have to brush like every single day, three times a day, because I want to make sure that my teeth are absolutely, you know, I have them for as long as possible because there's nothing worse Mm -hmm. than being in your like fifties and all your teeth falling out. Yeah. That doesn't sound great. Matt, how'd you quit smoking? I just stopped. You just stopped? Yep. Mm. Damn. Cold turkey. Yeah. That sounds nuts. I never smoked cigarette before in my life. Very glad that I never did that. Does it seem like a good time? Um, uh, it's dude, honestly, like you want the thing that's going to scare you the most about smoking. And I get, this is going to sound horrible. Forget your health. Just forget your health. Take the amount of cigarettes, your packs of cigarettes you're buying per day. Add it up to a week. Add it up to a year. Yeah. And then you'll stop. And then you will stop immediately. And especially like I look at the state of New Jersey right now, a pack of Marlboro red, not even one hundreds, just Marlboro reds are like nine fifty. That yeah, is, they're they're shooting up like crazy. They're cheaper in, in PA, but I I vape. They're really cheap in Florida. Actually, I I've been trying to stop vaping for like two years, and the it, it's I like I'm addicted to nicotine. Like, and it's the pure nicotine. It's not it's not just like smoke. Like I never really like rarely smoke cigarettes. Like I did drunkenly in my fraternity, but like but, like I, I look I'm, man. Yeah, like for perspective, added it up. If you bought one pack of cigarettes a day at nine dollars and fifty cents. You are paying three thousand four hundred and fifty-eight dollars a year. Yeah, no. Sheesh. Yeah, it, yeah, it's okay. I prefer to keep that sheesh. money in my pocket. Well, yeah. yeah. Sheesh. No, That's see, crazy. the thing is, with vaping, it's a lot cheaper than that. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not like advocating for vaping because I vape. Sound like you're advocating for vaping. And no, 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 no. no. no, no. I wish I, I didn't. You, I wish <laughs> I didn't. It's just a lot cheaper than smoking cigarettes. I that sounds backhanded, but I, I'm, I'm like trying to stop vaping. Like, I need to. And mm. so that's why I asked, like, how did you quit smoking? But, like, I guess it's a little different. Like, no, it's, it, no, of course it's different. Honestly, I had a lot of health concerns. I think I've said it multiple times now on the pod. I used to be extremely overweight, and I did not take care of myself at all. So I had a huge list of health problems, and being a chain smoker was definitely on that list. So I decided <laughs> to just, yeah. you know, 
I, I took the jump and basically just woke up one day and I was like, I'm not doing this. And yeah, well, yeah. God, nothing's more of, of nothing's more of a motivator than a doctor telling you, "Hey, if you don't stop doing this, you're probably gonna die." Well, that's I it's mean, you know what? Here, I think I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I, I, I look at it from this point of view, and this is something I always remember. Basically, I was in my late teens, and the doctor said your health is equivalent to someone in their late fifties, and I'm like, "Yeah, how early yikes. did you start smoking cigarettes?" Yeah, uh, that's not. That's that's. I'm not saying that on the pod. <laughs> okay. I, I sorry. Sorry. Speak. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I prefer, prefer not to speak. I prefer not to speak. I prefer not to speak. I, I prefer not I prefer to speak. If I speak, I get in trouble. If I, yeah, I, if I, I speak, I, I, if I, speak uh, I get fired. My hygiene. I, my hygiene's pretty good. I have shampoo and conditioner, which is fucking. Wild. I'm I also, surprised. I also have it's, shampoo and conditioner and, I, and body I don't wash. Get, I'm just recently invested in a native body wash, and that shit is exceptional. We're not I even sponsored. <laughs> yeah, no, Dove's pretty decent, but like native's like all clean, and I'm trying to switch to like like uh, odor free or like scent free anything. Like I use like the the non scented laundry detergent. It's just better for your skin because like the scents can really fuck with your skin and stuff, and like. Every now and again, like, my girlfriend will get, like, a rash from, like, a certain scent from, like, so I'm just, like, just go and scent it. It's just better. But, like, the native has, like, the natural scents. It's, uh, I think herbal and, like, uh, it's, like, it's, it's, it smells like, like an orange man. It smells like a man made out of oranges. That's the best way I can, I can describe it. It just is great. Uh, I also, I use a sugar (laughs) scrub on my face. And that shit is ridiculous. Sugar scrubs, you can you can buy a sugar scrub at Walmart for like five bucks. Just wash your face every night with it. It's life changing. Cause I have like I I have tough skin. Like if I just use a face wash, I'm I'm gonna still, I'm gonna break out. People are gonna think that this episode is finally sponsored by like multiple things. And yeah, it's it, we have I talked wish it about was. so much. We have I really talked do about like so like like things. any of these products that I've talked about. I I would I would love to be sponsored by Native. I really back their product, but like. Invest in a sugar scrub, man, because it really gets in your shit. You, 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 it, you know what it feels like? You ever seen those fucking, like, snakes de-shed? They have, like, a brand new skin. It's what it feels like. Every time I just feel like, oh, my God, I just took a layer of my skin off. Now I got fresh new skin. I just feel clean. It's, it is great. Would definitely recommend. And we'll, course, no, we'll end it on this. Uh, this, this episode is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. Co- comment down below who your favorite monster is and use our creator code the EPL boys uh for ten percent <laughs> off uh your your G Fuel well, uh purchase. Yeah, G- and G- G- also G Fuel yeah. is our also our sponsor. And Honey. Uh, honey is our sponsor. Honey, honey, yeah, honey, yeah, yeah, Honey's yeah. A big save one. some money. How, how can we forget? Honey, you save some money. Uh it's the greatest plug in you'll ever get in uh on your on your yeah. Chrome. Uh the, yeah. Matt, you I think you had a an, an extra question that could be asked. Yeah, basically, I mean, I guess we'll end it on a soccer question. So, what, <laughs> is that where we're about? This is a yeah. soccer podcast. So, is it? <laughs> by the way, at the time of recording, the Columbus Crew have just advanced into the next round of the Champions Ooh, League, which nice. means all five MLS teams are still are are all advancing to the next round. So, big big flex right there. So, my question, though, a Premier League question, and I'm bringing up the table just for confirmation. If Manchester United beats Burnley this uh, this weekend, they will be eight points away from Manchester City at the top of the league. 
you as well have Fulham. I'm sorry, not Fulham. You have West Brom at 24 points, eight points behind Newcastle. Guys, mm. what do you believe is more likely to happen? West mm. Brom staying up or Manchester United winning the league? West Brom's West Brom staying up. Big Sam, man. He's never been relegated. He's trying to keep that streak going. He opened his big fucking gullet earlier in the early in the year. Be like, oh, I've never been relegated. What? It looks like you're gonna. However, they've been fucking balling of recently out of nowhere. They think every team they play is Chelsea. So now they're just like, hey, maybe, maybe not. Maybe they won't. I still don't think either is gonna happen. I think West Brom might finish ahead of Fulham now at this point, which would be a miracle. It, you know, all things considered. But hey, I I I'm gonna say that more, but I'm still gonna go with both unlikely. Yeah, both I, are extremely unlikely. Oh, this is I, just. I mean, I, here's the thing. I don't think either one of them is gonna happen either. I just think it's just a funny coincidence that they're both at eight points in the gap to where they need to go. Yeah. And I just think it's kind of funny. I would put my money that West Brom would stay up before Manchester United yes. win the league. If Manchester United turn around and win the league, it is not because of them. It's because Manchester City decided to go on a free fall. Yeah. And no, it, yeah. if yeah, no, if you're giving me those two scenarios, like one or the other, yeah, of course West Brom stay up, but because nobody's catching City. But at the same time, come on, let's let's be realistic. Even in the question oh, of, of course. scenarios, let's be realistic. Neither of those is going to happen. But yeah, if you're giving me those two scenarios, yeah, West Brom, I guess stay up, but they're not going to. <laughs> so yeah, it's it it is definitely again. Last game is going to be Fulham and Newcastle. That game, I hope I hope somehow. Fulham figure it out and Newcastle drop a little bit so that game actually means something because right now it cheers. But that's going to be the episode. Uh, that's everything we have to cover on Monday, or excuse me, on Tuesday's show. We're going to be recapping all the games and previewing the ones because there is a couple midweek games to catch up on as well. Looking forward to those. We're back. I thought we were out of it for midweeks, but I guess we're fucking not because the scheduling has been to J-O-K-E this, oh, this, this year. This season, man. This season, man. It's, the, 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 the scheduling is just dog water. But that's going to be the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love and appreciate you guys. Have a safe weekend. We'll see you all on Tuesday. Adios. Be safe, y'all. Peace out. Peace out.